0: Welcome into the hustle show podcast simulcast live on the
1: wager talk YouTube channel. I am Drew Martin joined by CT bets, Adam trigger. We are presented by Viva Viva tequila seltzer coming to a store near you Viva. Our belief is to live long, live well and live it up. Hashtag Viva up and actually guys exciting news about Viva. It's going live in Boston at multiple bars. You can be at the game Wait at the bars, whacking games, betting these games and drinking Vivas. Couple of the uh the bars that it's at is Stats, Rosa Lions, Lincoln Tavern, Capo, Coppersmith, Banshee, and many more to come. Adam Trigger opening one up. Adam, welcome in, buddy. Uh, cheers to you, buddy. What's going on, Drew? Yeah, I, I got a
2: uh elderberry right here. This flavor's grown on me. They've all grown on me, actually. They're all awesome. All four flavors are great. Um, you, you know, I can't wait till everyone can try
1: it because it's really this stuff is really good, yeah, man. Uh, absolutely, guys. Coming to uh, hopefully, a city near you and a guy that knows a lot about it, a guy that has a whole lot of Eva. If you've watched his hula videos on Twitter, which a lot of you did, uh, he's the guy to ask about it. He's CT Bets. CT, welcome in, man. How you feeling?
3: I missed you guys, man. I it felt weird not being on last week. I was in Costa Rica, and uh, tonight I am only drinking agua. Drew Martin bets because I am still recovering from the Costa Rica trip, but uh, CT is back. The Queen replaced me, and uh, I gave her two bets last week on the show, and they won. You know what I'm doing, Drew Martin bets right now? I'm playing the guitar. Well, I know why I'm playing the guitar, because Kenny Pickett was picking it all night long last week in the ACC Championship for my best bet, so I'm doing great, Drew Martin bets. I missed you guys. Glad to be back.
1: Bienvenidos, uh, Estados here, Pira Vida my down there in Costa Rica. Hopefully you didn't drink too much of the water, at least from the tap in Costa Rica, man, but you look pretty healthy. So I'm, I'm guessing you stayed away from that, right?
3: I stayed away from that, True Martin Betts. I got friends like you that told me to only go agua in the El Batel. So that's what I did.
1: I'm <laughs> living in Central America. I learned that the, uh, the hard way guys but we got a lot of games to break down week 14 in the nfl guys we got bowl season right around the corner the army navy game as well and a ton of college basketball to get into we got recap section you know off the top transparency is key we can't win them all so uh trig recap section is uh is yours man take it away
2: yeah well ct just you know reminded us that he hit both his best bets so we'll start (laughs) there um best bets were were good three and two uh You know, Chris provided us with a little bonus bet on Baylor, and he also had Pitt, a nice little 2-0 sweep in college football. Uh, Mine, you have to go all the way back to last Wednesday night. Uh, I had UC Davis in college hoop, and they blew a huge lead and then closed it out to to cover the minus three. Uh, And then Ariel falls just short with Broncos first half. And Drew... Falls just short with the over in Kent State, Northern Illinois, in a game that really felt like it probably should have got there. It was that was a weird game. Um, uh, but so anyway, winning on, you know, we win on the best bets., uh, Kelly, again, her sharp card, she she was in and out last week and she forgot to give us a best bet uh, because she was she was she was recovering last week, headed to bed, but she did leave us with a uh, three and two sharp card, which brings her to twenty one and four the last like five weeks which is awesome. I mean, that's just just great. So Broncos and Jets fall short. Uh, but the three totals, under in Broncos Chiefs, under in Bucks, Falcons, under in Colts Texans, all get there uh, for three and two. And I said we were due, and we bounced back with a big game breakdown section. Uh, I actually gave out Baylor, and that got there for a win. Uh, Drew Martin, Utah Utes, just pummeled the Oregon Ducks. Uh, and Ariel gave us two props that split. Uh, But gave us a little bonus big game breakdown on the Chargers, and they blew out the Bengals. So, uh, you know, profitable in three sections there. And we're going to give Wally's corner goes one and three. It's like his first losing week in over a month. So we're going to give him a break because he is still 53, 35, and three on the season. That's 60.2% over an 87, 90-game sample if you subtract the three pushes, uh, 60% on the year. That's awesome, and I know the Walrus is going to bounce back this week. Can't see what he's got.
1: The Walrus. Wally's Corner, guys. It's been killing it all year. Oh, Uh, one more thing, Drew. Drew, one
2: more thing, because because some some of the viewers were concerned. We did not use the Ravens in Survivor. Me, CT, and the Walrus used the Dolphins, and we are into the final 23. Just had to make sure that everyone knows that we're still in it.
1: Nice play there and, and and guys, can you explain you know to people just coming in maybe not familiar with uh, contests here how how actually um rarefied air you two are in with Wally in terms of uh where you're standing in the survivor pool like there was a bunch of people now there's only what about twenty ish left for over five million dollars, I believe, so after taxes, you guys are up for over a million dollars each, I believe right, trig,
2: yeah, I mean. Well, Walrus is always in rarefied air, but, you know, me and uh, me and CT are, we, we actually were talking about this last week. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been this far for this much in something like this before. Now that I think about it, like, I've, I've been live for, like, 50K, like, you know, some, some smaller, like, Survivor Pools where I've gotten down to, like, the final five or six. But to be in the, fi- you know, top 25 of, a, of, you know, for 6 million, so I guess it would be like two million each before taxes. is pretty wild. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I. We. You know. It, it started to hit me during that uh, Dolphins Giants game on Sunday when I like thought we were gonna lose and I was just like, "Wow,
3: this is like more intense than like just our, my normal bets from week to week." So it, it's got it's gotten to the point. Trig and I were talking uh, this afternoon before the show. Drew Martin bets it's gotten to the point where now it's it's 23 people left. And I'm, I'm like, it's real. And I'm going to be like devastated if we don't win this thing. Like, I think we should win this team, this whole thing. Like, we have some great teams left. We have a lot of options this weekend. So, I mean, knock on wood, it's been a, a lot of blood, sweat, and yelling. Not tears, yelling <laughs> and screaming at each other in a group text message uh, every week trying to figure out who we're going to go with. But we got some options left, and uh, we appreciate
1: everybody supporting us, and hopefully we can bring this baby home. That'd be awesome. That'd be one hell he- heck of a party. I'm guessing in Las Vegas uh, when you go cash the uh, the check oh, yeah. as well, well, guys. We'll
3: invite everyone. Everyone, every invited. loyal hunter listener is invited.
1: That that would be a fun long one, way. To go. I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm rooting for you anyway. We do have a big ga- big game uh, rundown, guys, where we're gonna hit uh, some of the big games. I mean, singled out games. You know, uh, we got one maybe. I, I guess you can make the argument the biggest game in uh college football of the year, the Army Navy game. And guys looking at the wager talk odd screen, we're seeing 34 being the total, minus seven in the hook at most shops here. Army is the home team. This will be my big game. Um and really just want to go off of a kind of a trend here. You know, if you haven't heard about it, um 15. 15- <laughs> I think uh I, I think,
2: think Kel just, just kicked group. Drew up. <laughs> yeah, I think, Kel, so I'll, uh, we'll,
3: <laughs> Kel went in on
2: the wrong link and kicked Drew Martin off. So Unbelievable. we're going to let, we are going to let Drew get, we'll, we'll get back to
1: Army. All right, He's back. all right, we'll let him go. Hey, Army, Navy, not really sure what happened, guys. Maybe this, uh maybe this 15 uh game streak towards the under might end because of that, but who knows? I, but, but my whole point was, Don't step in front of huge streaks like that, guys. Uh, 15 straight unders. I think it happens for a reason. Both of the two teams obviously running the option. They face it all the time in practice. In order to prepare for other military academies, it's very easy for them to do so. And I think that speaks to why this is happening. You know, both teams' uh, possessions, you know, in terms of how long – how much time is in between each possession and in between each snap is, is very long. So the uh, play clock, the game clock really run in there. So I think that speaks towards the under seen at 34, even a 34 and a half at DraftKings. I think you ride this trend guys until it ends the under on the army Navy game. So uh, yeah, sorry about that, but um, guys throw it over to you for uh next big game rundown.
3: I'm actually going with the same game here, drew Martin bets, but I'm playing a side here. Uh, I'm going with the you know the military bowl, as I, as I call it. Navy, Army, this year it's going to be played at the Meadowlands. Um, Drew Martin, Betts, and Adam Trigger, as you know, last year with the COVID year, a little bit weird. They had to play this game at West Point, um, so the Cadets had a home field advantage. They took care of business. They won 15-0. Uh, Army has won actually four of the last five games in this series, including three by... Seven points or less, Drew Martin Betts. And you just said the line on this game is Army giving seven and a half. And I like the midshipmen here, Drew Martin Betts. I'm going to take the seven and a half on my big game breakdown. I like Navy to get it done here. Don't let that three and eight record fool you. This midshipman team has been in many big games this year. They lost by seven to SMU. They lost to seven by five. To Final Four Cincinnati Bearcats actually had the ball at midfield, driving towards the end. Threw a pick. This team can play. Both teams can score. It's not like it's gonna. It's not. I don't expect it to be a fifteen nothing, seventeen nothing game like last year. I like the midshipmen here. Drew Martin Betts. I'm taking the points in the standalone game on Saturday, three o'clock Eastern. The whole world will be watching. Go Navy. Be Army. Do the hula.
1: Kenny Pickett, let's go. <laughs> CT bets. I love it, man. And, and to speak to you, to why uh, you're betting the underdog here, I would not want to lay more than a touchdown in this type of nah. rivalry game. In the shortened game, it kind of speaks towards betting the under as well. You want to get more than a touchdown, it correlates with the under. So, uh, I, I, hey, I would be surprised if we both cashed this ticket. But, uh, Trig, where are you going with your big game?
2: No, I agree with you there Drew. I wouldn't want to lay that kind of number with army when the total is like 34 makes all those points more valuable. Uh but I'm going to I'm going to head over to the hardwood. This is going tonight. I tried to grab uh the biggest game on the board that I have a strong opinion in. Uh and so this one like just missed the the my sort of official card at wager talk, but th- this is definitely uh, uh something that I think is super playable and it's tonight. And it's one of the big games. So I'm going Big Ten basketball, Indiana, Wisconsin. And just from the top, I think the Wisconsin, like, Cole Center being an impossible place to play narrative is is a bit overblown. Um, Wisconsin hasn't been dominant at the Cole Center in three years. Now, last year was COVID, so there was no fans. So I think you can pretty much just, you know, throw that out but the year before they weren't great either. And I I just feel like there's just this assumption that Wisconsin can't lose at home. And I think that's a little bit flawed. And I think that's why you're seeing the number that you're seeing in this game. Now, don't get me wrong, Wisconsin's come out of the gate and they've looked awesome. Uh, They're seven and one. Their only loss was Providence and they were missing their best player in that game. And they have wins over Marquette, St. Mary's, Georgia Tech, Houston, Texas AM. So they've they've had a, a very impressive start to the season. But, you know, Indiana's a solid team. I I actually these both are both of these teams were teams I wanted to fade coming into the season. And now I'm starting to think that both are pretty good. You know, Indiana doesn't have quite the resume, but they're gonna have the best player on the floor here in Trace Jackson Davis. 21 points per game, 8.6 rebounds per game, and he's really starting to look like that ncaa superstar you know you get one every every year or so that's just a an absolute stud and he might be that guy um indiana they, they do everything well they rebound they're hitting about 50 percent from the field i just don't see the five point difference between these two teams and i don't think the call center is worth that that much anymore like it used to be so you can still get five there's four and a half and fives everywhere in this game I think Indiana is going to have a great chance to win tonight. So give me the Hoosiers plus the point. Big game break. Big game. Big game going in about an hour.
1: Only an hour until that big game, guys. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, Joe, not sure if we have Kelly yet, but um, if not, remember, guys, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV Viva. The perfect drink for your post game or pre game, you know your tailgate, and this is a good one, guys. Uh, as it was, it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. Without further ado, the uh, lady of the hour here. Follow her on Twitter at Kelly in Vegas, Kelly Stewart. Welcome in.
4: Hey Drew, sorry about kicking you off earlier. I swear, all of my links are saved. To my google chrome i was like oh this must be it because it's not the one for bet on it and there i am live in the show Uh, good thing you know i was dressed uh there's been times that i've like logged in (laughs) checked my audio i have no makeup on no shirt on um so i'm very proud of myself for at least not embarrassing uh the hustle pod tonight
1: no no i did kelly it's okay it happens to the best of us and uh hey you just missed my first analysis i got to practice it come back on and, uh, yeah, it, it happened. But, you know, wh- when you've been doing this for a while, guys, and that happens, your, your screen kind of just stops. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm hard-lined in. The power is still on. What's going on? And so I figured somebody clicked on the wrong link. But, uh, hey, it happens, Kelly. We got to get to your football season. You're having one of the best football seasons I've ever seen. I mean, your account balance got to be through the roof. You hit both of your best bets on the Hustle Show pod last week. I mean, how are you pulling this off? As an organization, what are you doing right this year?
4: You know, I, I attribute a lot to it. Of, uh, it sounds literally crazy. I, I'm very happy. I'm very content in what I'm doing. I have the ability to set my own schedule between bar stool and wager talk. Life is really good, and to be able to do things at your own speed, be connected with really sharp people like I am it's kind of given me this like new sense of freedom, right? I don't have anybody I really have to answer to um, at either spot. And so I handicap at my leisure, right? I have my every single week. I do the same thing. I have a literally broken down by the hour uh, in my planner of this is what I'm gonna do. I'm going to go to the gym at this time. I'm going to look at Monday night football uh, on Mondays before I do the show bet on it, that kind of stuff, like refresh things. And it's just been kind of this really natural flow. and. And that doesn't mean that you're ultimately going to pick winners, but I think that it kind of gives you um, a little bit of confidence, if you will, to be able to do what you do best. And that's me trying to find some outright underdog winners in college football.
1: And Kelly, just a follow up to that. Is, is this your best season? And I, I'm guessing it is. But if it's not like what do you remember an other season that maybe compares to this season and how well you've been kind of percentage wise?
4: so this is definitely the best season i've ever had uh and you know our good friend claudia that's been on the show as well shared her spreadsheet the other night and i was so proud of her because when she when she first got in the industry i told her like how important these are and so i can look back i've started doing spreadsheets about five years ago and i can look back over the last five seasons and see okay i lost this bet because it was a bad beat i lost this bet because i laid a bad number I lost this bet because of X, Y, and Z. And I think it's really important from a handicapping perspective to make note of, would you make that bet again? And what, whether you won because you got lucky or you won because you made a good bet. And over the course of you know the last decade, I've learned that it makes a lot more sense to do, hone in on what you do best, and that is college football, yeah. and enjoy what you don't do best, right? And that is NFL. We know it's one of the hardest markets to beat, and so I keep my NFL plays really, really limited. I have uh, a couple of different uh, college football and NFL pools that I'm in. And the ones that are mixed, I maybe play two or three NFL games on a, a day in those. And then are seven or eight college, right? But those pick fives, I'm looking at and I'm going, man, I'm just kind of middle of the pack. Uh, I think the last, last time I looked, I was, you know, 35 and let's call it 30 or something, right? And just wasn't great. It wasn't one of those, it's not a great NFL season. And I think that's the difference is knowing that it's hard to make money in the NFL. So that's not my main focus. And, you know, I told myself at Barstool that I was going to do what I do best. And those finding those outright underdogs to win those little extra sprinkles on the money line. If I showed you my spreadsheet, you would see that is the a difference between a winning and a losing season.
1: Kelly, I know CT's got something for you, but just last question here. Do you have any, like, rules out there? Like, hey, I don't lay, you know, double digits on the road. Or or, or are there any rules that pop off in your head going into this season that you're not betting?
4: So in college football, I try to throw all the rules out the window. At at the initial start of the season, I really try not to hold any biases because the parity in college football is so great versus the NFL, right? And the NFL, I really don't like to lay road chalk. I will on special occasions last week would have been a great week to to decide to lay road chalk so i don't say i won't do it i just prefer not to um but those things that work for me in college football don't necessarily work in the nfl because we do know that 80 percent of the time when a team wins the game outright they're going to cover right whether it's a, a dog or a favorite in the nfl and that's just not the same for college football we see college football underdogs every single saturday there is a double digit underdog that shocks the world if you will and you just don't really see that all that often in the NFL. Of course, we've seen a few. Um, one of the things that I've really started to hone in on the NFL is what's been working for me. Those double-digit favorites to the under went 3-0 and again last week. Now, I'm not giving those out on Twitter because those aren't my plays to give. I'm not the one whose system it is. It belongs to our good friend, Ralph. But to be able to share it on other shows and put other people onto these kind of things, those kind of things that we know historically work long-term or where I'm trying to put my money on Sundays.
3: Yeah, it has been a great football season for you, and it's uh, fortunately been a great football season for me, too. I was uh, talking to Drew Martin Betts yesterday. We were catching up because I got back from Costa Rica, and I was telling him I was like, man, I, was, I, I can't really remember a football season I've had like this. Um, and you and I are usually on the same page, so it's been good. One thing that CT is not good at is a little short story. Earlier today... In our hustle group text, Kelly sends a text. Is there a link for the show tonight? I'm in a, doing my regular job. These three are lucky enough to do this for a living. Hopefully I could do that someday. I say, well, Kelly, it's the same link that we use every year. Everybody starts yelling at me and says, you have no idea what you're talking about. She's talking about totally <laughs> something totally different. I said, no problem. I'm going to shut up and I'll see you guys tonight. Can't wait to see you. But we do have a special announcement here. And this is something that you and I, when we first became friends, we were at the beginning of what we got so excited when college basketball started. You and I were firing on pretty much all the basketball games. We had done really no research. We were still just doing football and we're so excited that hoops were on. So we're just kind of firing air barrels out there. Didn't work out. (laughs) You and I made a pact that we didn't start football or we didn't start basketball season until college football season was over. College football season is technically not over, but we're on the bowl games. We're on to the college football playoff. You and I can finally now start doing college hoops. And I'll let you tell our loyal listeners what we're doing starting this Saturday. It's going to be great.
4: I'm very excited. This was something that I talked to the guys about because we've gotten such a good reception on the show. We're going to start doing a college tip-off hustle pod, if you will. So an hour before The first tip-off, so 11 Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for you guys out there on the West Coast. You got to get up early. That means I'm going to be hungover most Saturday shows. Uh, But all jokes aside, we're going to start doing that. And then as college football and NFL starts to wind down, we're going to try to fuse uh, maybe a Wednesday hustle college basketball pod as well. It's it's gonna be really exciting because I think we're gonna get a lot of that last minute info from Wally. We're gonna not only have that, we're gonna have some hilarious fade guys that are, you know, laying these double-digit favorites to somehow give me that little nudge to take the ugly underdog. And once we start to get into conference stuff, I think Chris and I'll bring a lot to the table. Look, Adam texted me this last night and it was an excellent point. Uh, when we started talking college basketball a month ago, he's like, listen, November is the best. Month to make money because the lines are so malleable, right? They get moved five points. You get the best of the number here, there, especially in regards to, to college basketball totals. But one of the things he said last night was, he goes, you may be onto something with uh, waiting until conference play because these coaches don't have their lineup set and they're still trying a lot of new offenses and they're doing this kind of whole thing. And I thought that that really meant something as well. It's not something I thought about, but it's something that's very obvious. In November, December, coaches are still working on these offensive and defensive schemes they don't have their five six seven man rotation quite set yet there's still guys trying to earn that starting spot and uh so that's why we're gonna wait until january to really do a deep dive but yeah saturday it's gonna be awesome i'm excited for it
2: yeah cal just to follow up with that it's not only are they figuring it out but they I don't think these coaches really know who they, who it is because there's so much roster turnover and yeah, I'm going to have to go back and like evaluate November and December once it's over and figure out if I want to come out firing like I did next year, because I think we're just going to continue to see more and more of this. As long as the transfer rules are such as they are now, I mean, you just have a record number of people on new teams and yeah, I think you almost are maybe better served waiting and letting a team play 10, 12 games before you jump in and have like some real data from the season and even just kind of knowing what that team is going to be. So that that's a, a good point. Uh, but I think the College Hoop show, it's going to be awesome being on at 11 a.m. We're going to have so much <laughs> stuff that moves late that we can just fire out. You know, I'm not going to let you guys start it, drinking
4: divas until after the show, okay?
2: That's a good hour No, idea. we're drinking divas yeah. at 11 a.m. But anyway. <laughs> I knew
4: I wanted, Adam. I, I, knew I wanted, Adam. That was like, that's why. He didn't want to do 10 a.m. because he was like, "Ah, oh, it's a little too early now, Viva." But 11, totally fine. <laughs>
3: right.
2: I mean, you know, once once we're out in um in Vegas in March, it's going to be Red Bull Vodkas at like 9 a.m. I don't even
4: want to think the, about Vegas the West in, West uh, like, that in is a, so far in a, away. Can we just let in that a be bucket? Like, I I got to get through. The Arizona Bowl is going to kill my liver. I then I'm going to go to the Texas Bowl <laughs> with Megan making money because of course our two teams are playing course, each yeah, other this year. Of course they are. It just happened that's to perfect. be that I way. I wonder
2: if that's I wonder if that's why they did it. You know, they're probably yeah, like well, these you two, know, you know, mega stars.
4: Tickets. Let's bring the two craziest bitches from Barstool and make their teams <laughs> play each other. Yeah, that was a really great marketing play by them. Uh but in all seriousness, like I my liver still has not even recovered from my birthday week and I'm going you guys want to talk about Vegas? Yeah. Brett had oh. the audacity to tell me today that he was going to take someone to dinner with the circuit points. and I go, oh, no, no. I need all of those points because I have to spend like five grand on dinner. So at least let me have like a thousand dollars of the points to soften the blow.
1: That makes yeah, total that sense. Was, uh... That was a heck of a bet. <laughs> go ahead, That Trey. was terrible. Yeah, I but you know hate, what?
4: hate sucks.
1: <laughs> I'm glad.
4: You know what? They fired their offensive coordinator, and that is good news. That that is what the nice part about losing to Baylor and Texas was. Thank you. There we go. Said it. Now I feel better.
2: Cal, you know, you, like Drew said, you should have you should have plenty of money saved up from the rest of your bets this year to pay for that. And the the sharp with the sharp info you've been giving out being no exception because we're on a 21 and four run of sharp KID oh, oh. info the last five weeks. Crazy. So you know, we just want to see if we can keep it going and what have you seen so far for this week
4: you know with no college football it's been kind of like weird like i I did bet on it earlier with marco and vr and i felt like i was like unprepared because my notes were literally half of what they normally are i just felt like there wasn't uh i don't know i can't explain the feeling but that's it literally felt like I, I was lost, if you will, without college football this week. Um, yeah, it's, so, a weird,
3: it's a weird week w- without yeah, college football, absolutely. for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going through the same thing. Same okay, exact good. thing.
4: I'm just making sure because I was feeling very like, what is going on here? It, it just felt very off today doing the show. I mean, the show was fine, but it, in theory, felt very, very odd because – I don't feel like it's week 14 of the NFL, but here we are. So um, I got quite a bit of info today, and I'm only going to give out um, the ones that I agreed with. Point blank, period, the end. So the ones that I agreed with, uh, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, over 53. Buffalo plus the 3.5, which almost was my best bet this week. It was in contention with another. and I do feel really bad because there were some texts and stuff sent, and I didn't tweet anything out because they're not for me to do that, if you will. Um, but if you, if you can still find Michigan State plus anything, I would be taking Michigan State, which I don't want to use that as one of the plays, though, because I'm just letting you guys know that was on the list. Um, one yeah. of the unders that I, that is sharp, under 43 and a half, Chicago Bears, Green Bay, that is the Sunday night game. That one's going to be super interesting. And then the under 44 New York Giants, Los Angeles Chargers. So those are the four um, that are 100% sharp plays that I've been given access to that have been absolutely crushing. I could force a fifth play, but I don't really like this play, and that sounds weird. so it is the Vikings minus three. I I don't know how I feel about it. I do think the Steelers may or may not be spent after playing the Ravens last week. And then on the flip side, here's the Vikings. who just came off that really ugly loss to the Lions. So do what that with what you will. I, I don't think I'm going to be betting that one personally, though, on Thursday night.
1: She's Kelly Stewart, at Kelly in Vegas on Twitter mainstay here on the hustle show podcast kelly I, I totally agree with you on uh college football you know i spend an extra like hour or two doing college basketball and i'm like wait a minute what am i missing here and sure enough it's college football not being on the slate i'm so i'm sure a lot of people out there can kind of pick up what you're laying down but we do have one singled out an island game here if you will navy and army not on an island of course um uh, minus seven minus seven and a half depending where we're shopping 34 being the total Kelly, any interest in betting Army and Navy?
4: I don't really have any interest. Look, we know that this has hit 15 straight unders, right? The information from Ralph was 15 straight to the under, but the average total was 48.3 points, right? So this one's already been bet down. Of course it has. Why wouldn't it be? Because it keeps hitting the under. Sitting at 34 makes me very, very nervous. Um, I heard CT's a little bit of analysis here with Navy. (laughs) And I could agree with it. But for whatever reason, when Navy plays Army, for some reason, they kind of get out of this like weird sink. Last year, they were penalized. They had turnovers and they just lost in like a a really weird 15 nothing game. Right. So Mm -hmm. if they can somehow get some production from their passing game, sure. But last year, they had one pass. And that makes me very nervous. For some reason, this Army team has their number. Um, I, just don't think they're meant to play from behind, if you will. And so I'm going to stay away. I feel like I'm late to the party, which means it's going to be uh, 18-6 final, and I'm going to kick myself just like the other night uh, in Buffalo when I'm like, oh, the Lions already dropped five points because of the weather, and it was the biggest snooze fest on the planet for everybody but C.T. bets."
3: which okay. I think okay. that –
4: did that put us over nine and a half wins? Did that Was that – is that their nah, ninth we're win? are almost
3: there. No, nah, that was their ninth.
4: Okay, yeah. They're that's going to be fun. nine
3: and four. Nine and four with four left. CT,
2: I got one of your, like, 15 tickets on this game right here. There it Let's is. Zoom Over in nine. on that, Joe. It in... <laughs> it's what been is, in uh, my depth. This I'm is one of
4: the... – Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Can I get it up there in the camera? I think that's one that's – for, that's for 1500 right there, Chris. I think oh, that's there you um, go. not too bad. Brent, uh, okay. Rivers I Casino in Schenectady.
4: So, Elle so Adam, I, I, I never... have to ask: Are you are you com- committing a federal wire act offense by betting across state lines for Chris Larson?
1: <laughs> I sure hope so, Kelly. I sure hope so. Oh. No, I don't know, <laughs> Kelly. That that brings yeah. up the the what What are your thoughts here of what's going on with Hard Rock in the state of Florida? This is getting a little ridiculous. I mean, it's very I, ridiculous. I went to Hard Rock Casino last night, and there's the sports book is shut down. You can't have any money transactions with sports betting. It's so weird. What are your thoughts on it?
4: Uh, I could get in a lot of trouble for saying this, but I think somebody's lining somebody else's pockets in order to get this overturned. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I'm not sure which company yet. I mean, you could probably guess. I haven't heard anything definitive like it's this company, this company, this company. Look, nobody wants a monopoly, right? But I do Mm -hmm. believe that the tribal casinos in the state of Florida have earned that right to be in charge of their own casinos. The legislation passed. I don't see the problem. If you want to put it back on the docket in 2022, so be it. But I don't think they take it off the board completely in the interim, And that's exactly what they did. Uh, I would like to get a list of those politicians and I'm going to lobby really hard against their reelection campaigns.
1: Yeah, I, I, I second what you're saying. There's there's something fishy going on, guys. We all got to look out for that. But hey, it's all speculation here. Uh, one, one thing I want to get back to you, Kelly, you bring up Army, Navy kind of, I think you said like maybe holding off on it. Uh, but you're one of my friends that you got a little degenerate blood in you. I, I feel like kind of everybody on this roster, does that mean you're just kind of kicking the can down the road, giving yourself some more time to think about it? Or are you actually not going to bet the Army-Navy game?
4: I don't, I don't think I have a reason to bet it. I, let me look what I've got here. So I've got, I've got the game 21-17 Army. I mean, that tells me to take the points with Navy. I agreed with what Chris had said in his analysis. I mean, have the bookmakers finally made it low enough to go over the total? Maybe. I,
3: I, but I mean, I,
4: you're going to have to see something from Navy. I think Navy, if they cover, they win the game outright. Otherwise, it's going to be like last year, where it's just a really ugly, sloppy type game. I, Army's a very disciplined team. Not saying that Navy's not. Uh, but Army, I feel like, is is one of those teams that forces other teams to make a ton of mistakes, and that's what we've seen in years past with these two. Um, so if you're going to make me pick, I'll take the seven and a half with Navy. All
1: right, good stuff, Kelly. Um, you you want to hang around for Wally's Corner? You want to leave us with the best bet? What's on I'll the agenda? I'll leave you guys
4: with the best bet. I am on okay. the Washington football team. I've had this game circled since before week one. We all know I was super high on Washington football team. I bet them to win the NFC East. I bet them over the season win total. I didn't know Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to get hurt. So I think I deserve a little bit of slack. But I think Hinkie has done a, a fairly serviceable job. Uh, since they're by, they've won four straight, which kind of concerns me here that they may be a little overvalued. But this is a Dallas Cowboys team that I think really just, their trajectory went like this, and now they've really started to level out. And this is a Washington football team, when they were even called the Redskins, that would get the best of them. I do think I'm going to see the better defense here, plus the points at home. I I hate this week's slate, just like last week. Last week, I ended up going one and one on the plays I gave out on Twitter. I'm going to bet those two unders and the over that I gave you guys, as well as the Bills, Washington football team, and I'm calling it a damn Sunday.
1: Hey, fair enough, Kelly. Always good stuff from Kelly Stewart. Guys, follow her on Twitter. You likely already are, at Kelly in Vegas. Check her out. Uh, bet on it on wager talk. She's got a bunch of shows, wager talk, YouTube and Barstool Sportsbook sports book as well. She's got money shots with Megan making money. Always good information. Kelly. Thanks for your time. As always, best of luck this weekend.
4: Thanks guys. I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. She'll be back on next weekend guys. And uh, she's got bet on it being posted here to the YouTube shortly. We got, um, what a reminder here. Our, uh, Our sponsor, Viva Tequila Seltzer, going live in Boston. Viva, we flavored our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life, and we like our drinks with a kick just as we like to live our lives. If you're in Boston, Massachusetts, you are lucky enough to have Viva at multiple Boston bars, which you can check out. CT Betts knows a lot about it. Adam Trigger as well. And we're going to throw it over to Adam now for – wally's corner no excuse me ct bets or is wally actually going to make his first appearance today there was a little discussion about it man
3: wally is not making his first appearance um maybe in uh in a couple weeks he he might but um you know he was rushing to get this to me as he does every week but he made it on time so we'll go over so that this is pat wall good friend of the show does a lot of stuff behind the scenes for us like we we talk about every single week um this is sharp action coming from a undisclosed book out in Vegas. And, Trig, it's been on fire, man. And I know you've been keeping the record for us uh, all year long. So um, before I go into it, you always uh, give an updated. So uh, where are we at right now with Wally's Corner?
2: Yeah, CT. So 53, 35 and 3. That's an 87 game sample. And he's hitting 60.2 percent on the season and also I'll just add one thing Uh, before the authorities show up here I took a piece of that Patriots over and per John Murray if you share a ticket it's okay so as long as you 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 share a ticket in some way it is okay for you to fire for your friend in a different state so you know people can pump the brakes not doing anything illegal but Patrick Wall he's he's crushing yeah 60.2 percent and uh, what I what I say last time he had a losing week press this week. He doesn't he hasn't. Ha- I don't think he's had back to back losing weeks yet. So he went one and three last week. I fully expect the Walrus to come back with a big week
3: here. All right. And uh, the, the Walrus gave us uh, five games, actually uh, three of them, which are bowl games. And then he gave us two NFL um, so we'll get right into it here. I'll hit the bowl games first. The first one is Drew Martin Betts and I were talking about this on Sports Map Radio last night. I think it's the, uh, I was going to say New Year's Eve, the Christmas Eve Bowl, the oh, yeah. Hawaii Bowl. Memphis at Hawaii. Drew Martin Betts, he said the Sharps bet Memphis minus four all the way up to minus five and a half. Currently sits at Memphis minus six and a half. Another bowl game here, Western Michigan at Nevada. This is a game um, I'll touch on real quickly. The three of us were lucky enough to get a text from a a good friend um, to hit Western Michigan plus six uh, earlier in the week. The three of us were able to get down on that. Western Michigan at Nevada, that line has ticked down all the way to Western Michigan's now giving one and a half trig. I thought it was a pick. Jesus. That, that
2: thing keeps move. I know. I mean, it's it's down. I think Western Michigan's a favorite now. I think they're favorite. Western Michigan is least. now the
3: favorite. Um, yeah. The, That's crazy. She's Two and a half, Joseph? Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, we, we were get, lucky enough to get down on at plus six. Uh, the Sharps bet at plus six and a half all the way down to plus three. Line sits at minus two, minus two and a half right now. Uh, Next one is a bowl game that Kelly was just talking about, Pittsburgh at Michigan State. Uh, They took Michigan State. They took four and a half all the way down to three. Line now sits at plus two and a half, plus two. There's plus one and a half, Kelly was saying. I mean, there, there is some threes out there kind of offshore, Penny, Heritage. If you could find the three, definitely get on that. I think if you can find any points, hop on Michigan State. Uh, head to the NFL. The last two here, Steelers at Vikings. They bet the Vikings minus three. Currently sits at minus three, minus 115, minus 20. Um, they bet the Vikings there tom- uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night football. And the last one, Saints at Jets. They bet the Jets plus six and a half, plus six. Now sits at plus five and a half, plus five. Drew Martin bets. that. Is Wally's corner on fire?
1: Pat Wall is the man with the plan, and he's uh giving us all that information. You know, I'd really like to know why they're you know that Memphis game is is getting bet the way it is. Maybe we could get some uh some stuff on that because we do have some time, guys, before the Christmas Eve game, but that is one of my Bull. favorite uh bowl games out there. We do have our guest, John Jaskremski, joining us now. Um Hey, John, thanks for joining us. I know we got a uh, mutual friend here, um, the queen, Ariel Epstein. She was kind enough to
0: introduce us, but welcome on to The Hustle. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Guys, my pleasure. It's beautiful to be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida right about now. So this is the, uh, the condo decorum. So you guys don't get the, uh, the wonderful New York backdrop that I normally have. But i uh, will gladly trade that for <laughs> 75 degrees and a miserable round of golf. So there's that. So what's happening, guys?
1: Hey, doing good, man. And that makes two of us in Fort Lauderdale, Florida right now. So uh, welcome down to uh, the Sunshine State here, John. And I've heard you're a Dolphins fan as well. The hottest team in the NFL.
0: That's uh, not a bad uh, logo to be sporting. I'm fired up about the Dolphins, guys. It's crazy because at 1-7, and you figured their season was cooked. They had that big Thursday night win against the Baltimore Ravens. The zero blitz has kind of changed their defense. You think about Tua, he gets better and better and better with each passing week. He's Mr. Efficiency. So uh, I'm kind of bummed we can't bet on the Dolphins this week. They've been covering machines for like the last month and change. I
1: know. I'm I, I almost worried that the bye week was a bad thing in a way, John. But hey, I guess we'll see. And you bring up the efficiency of two the most efficient passer in college football history. He's doing it behind the uh, the offensive line there. That's really stepping up, John. Um, well, guys, first off, you can follow John on Twitter at John underscore Yaskrimski. And um, John, do you mind giving us just uh, for the people that may not know you uh, a little bit back, a background, like uh, a little bit of your history, how you got into sports betting?
0: Okay, so I would be in my good old campus at Syracuse. uh, What is this, 11, 12, 13 years ago? And uh, let's just say I was set up. We all got to find a guy. We all got to know a guy. So uh, we found a guy to give us some uh, intel and insight on me, you know, dropping wages every Sunday throughout the football season. I was doing broadcasting at the time. Maybe that was a little bit of supplemental income some weeks, other weeks that was supplemental donations, I guess depends on the particulars of a football Sunday. Um, but I grew up with a passion for sports betting. I always was intrigued by the lines. It's something I always talked about when I did radio, even if it wasn't in vogue and it's obviously not as mainstream as it is right now, but it's big part of what I do, I talk about it all the time on my podcast and, uh, I wish uh, there were weeks I was doing a lot better. You know, last week was actually one of those good weeks. So you guys are catching me on a high and not a low.
1: That's always a good time to catch uh, a sports better. But uh, CT, I know you got something for him. Take it away, buddy.
3: Yeah, John, thanks for joining us. Much appreciated. It's, uh, it's funny, John. So I grew up in Connecticut and I grew up listening to WFAN in the car with my father every single day, Mike and the Mad Dog. I mean, th- that was just what you did. And, you know, we were in the Fairfield County area. I had a bunch of friends that, uh, you know, obviously watch this podcast and follow this. And when, uh, you know, they saw that, that you were going to be on, they were like, holy shit, love him. He's the man. He used to be on w- WFAN, does a lot of stuff with the Yankees. So can you tell us a little bit about that when you were when you were working for the fan and and what you're currently doing uh, on your podcast right now?
0: Yeah, I had a great run at WFAN. I won a contest right out of Syracuse to get my job. Uh, I worked every shift imaginable. I worked overnights. I worked evenings. I, I filled in the afternoon. I filled in the midday. And I thought I was going to work there forever. You know, I grew up like you did, where, you know, WFN was institution. Mike and the Mad Dog, blah, blah, blah. But right. when Bill Simmons comes to calling and makes you an offer that you can't refuse, You end up taking your jersey, leaving it on the door, and moving on to the next chapter. So right now, I'm doing a podcast, New York, New York, where we break down all the ins and outs of the local sports on the ringer. But every Thursday into Friday, we give our gambling picks, of course. Uh, That's something that's near and dear in my heart. So, yeah, there's definitely that wagering element in what I'm doing three days a week. but. Just hammering in New York sports, doing what we did on radio. And now it's just in podcast form where, you know, I have the ability to use some foul language from time to time when I want to. Yeah, that always helps. Not to
1: have to to worry about that, for sure. (laughs) Um, John, how can people find, uh, like, your content overall, your podcast, any shows you're doing?
0: Very simple. Spotify, Apple, subscribe, download New York, New York. Just like the Sinatra song. It's really as simple as that. And for me, I guess on social media, John underscore Justremski. You follow me? That's where we make the magic. Uh, we post our bad picks every week, and we kind of take it from there.
1: <laughs> that works, man. Trig, did you have something?
2: Uh, I did not for this section. Okay, I've got uh, college John, hoop. That was what I was trying to.
1: John, um, I, I wanted to ask your opinion here in the NFL. We got a Thursday nighter. It's it's very. Uh, I find it an intriguing game, you know, Pittsburgh um, at Minnesota minus three. It's only a field goal spread here. What what side are you liking? Maybe a total Thursday nighter.
0: Yeah, I like the Vikings here, guys. And I know that sounds crazy after they just lost to the Detroit Lions last week, but I'm getting the Ravens Steeler winner, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Short week, coming off that emotional high. Now, they got to go on the road a couple of days later and play a very, very desperate Minnesota team. Now, you don't love the fact that Dalvin Cook's not going to play. It probably looks like Adam Thielen is not going to be able to give it a go, at least last look. Maybe that changed, but I don't think Thielen's playing. But I just have a weird suspicion we get the sort of kitchen sink game that the Vikings need to kind of stay afloat and to stay alive. Like, I don't trust the Steelers, I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger. I'm going to lay the three here. I see a lot of public money is coming in on Pittsburgh. I'm going the other way. I like Minnesota to get it done. And Minnesota is one of those teams, guys. Just when you think they're out, they kind of pull you back in. It would be <laughs> par for the course for them to do that on Thursday.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm picking up what you're laying down there, John. And it, Why do you think the public I, money is I coming agree in on that, Pittsburgh? with that, by the way.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're
3: all in agreement on that one, I think.
1: Yeah. Wow. So we have why a the public wants the to bet pit, I don't
3: know.
2: Yeah, family family, hustle yeah. play on the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, hustle play on the Vikings. Wally liked it, well, too. Well, I think yep. the
0: public, guys, is the public is betting Pittsburgh because of what we saw on Sunday. I think that's what it boils down to. They're coming off a win. I think a lot of the public perception is all the Vikings, They're missing guys, the Vikings, uh, they just lost to the Lions. So yeah. week to week in the NFL. You guys sure. know that. If, if you try to be a prisoner of the moment in the NFL, good luck.
1: Yeah that's, a, yeah, that's a tough one to take. You got to kind of look at the big picture there. Short week. I thought that was a, uh, a good point too, John. Well, um, we usually ask our guests here in, for, for a best bet. You know, I know this is kind of no college football, just only NFL. You seem like a, a knowledgeable NFL better though here, John. Do you have a best bet for the
0: listeners? So I'm finalizing the card for the weekend. The game that stands out to me, we'll see if you guys are on the same side of this one. I love San Francisco laying a point and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals because that line makes absolutely no sense. Cincinnati, I know they just lost to the Chargers, but they've been good at home. Why are they uh, an underdog in this game? San Francisco just lost to the Seattle Seahawks, for goodness sakes. I think there's a reason Vegas is setting that line the way that they are. I think they're kind of looking at Cincinnati as one of those teams that's bound for regression over the final couple weeks of the year. I think San Francisco uses this as a statement game to kind of catapult themselves into that sixth spot within the NFC. My initial glance, thinking about that line, I would have put it at Cincinnati minus two and a half. The fact that that line is the other way, uh, I'll, I'll go the other way, 100 out of 100 in that case. Seems way too good to be true to be getting the Bengals plus points at home. I like the San Francisco 49ers. All right.
1: Good stuff, John. And uh, i leave you with any uh, final thoughts here for the show, buddy. We appreciate you joining us.
0: Uh, guys, who are we investing in long-term to win the AFC? Please tell me not New England. I know the value is gone with them at this point. Am I crazy? <laughs> you, you, think? you came Am on the I wrong crazy? show for that. <laughs> mm. uh, well, what, what, I got them right I mean, at the right time. What you guys get them at? the beginning of the year. Well, good for What's you. That? That's, that's yeah, a good wager. Yeah, The team I would circle, and this is a wing and a prayer, assuming that Henry comes back, Tennessee.
3: Yeah, I don't mind that.
0: Well, because I I don't don't believe in Baltimore. I I, I don't believe in the Chargers. Their defense stinks. Um, Buffalo, I'm concerned about. There's no value with Buffalo. There's no value with Kansas City. Value could be there with Tennessee, and they're well-coached too.
1: Well, it, it, I I think you bring up Henry there. I I think he's the most valuable player that doesn't play the quarterback position. When is he coming back, John? Do you know?
0: Well, I don't. That's the thing. He may not come back this year. But yeah. you know, right. if I can scoop a 20, 25 to 1, all of a sudden he's back wild card weekend. You win that game. He's back. Boom, boom, boom. You kind of get rolling a little bit.
1: Right. No, not a bad thought process there in terms of uh, getting that big plus price. So uh, huge shout out to John Juskrimski. Follow him on Twitter at John underscore Juskrimski. Thanks for joining us, buddy. John, one last thing
3: before you go, John. I knew you and I were going to get along really well because I don't want to ruin it. We do our best bets right now. After you take off, my best bet is San Francisco minus one and a half too. So I just wanted to let you know that heads are in the same place. I like it, buddy. Hey.
0: Great minds think alike. What can I say? Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Later, guys.
1: That was a lot of fun. CT, great, good job setting yeah. that up, man. John, he knows his stuff, but I, I could listen to him for 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 a full show.
3: So, so that that radio station that we're talking about, where where he started, is like the legendary. Like that's where all the New York, New York, and Connecticut. That's the sports radio. I mean, that's Francesa. Uh, christopher russo that's mike and the mad dog that's you know what i grew up listening to uh with my father yeah. so that's how i got got into sports so he used to work there he's he's a good dude i'm glad we uh we got him on.
1: absolutely that guy was in uh that guy was uh really entertaining so uh yeah guys uh i guess thanks for setting that up thanks for uh the prop queen as well for setting that up ariel epstein but um guys reminder to check out the merch store um get all the hustle show podcast the t-shirts the uh the the hats are up there maybe some cups as well Pat wall uh setting that up and uh feel free to to reply on twitter any dms any questions you guys got um also simulcast live on the wager talk youtube channel uh feel free to feel free to reply below with any questions we'll answer them on next week's show But, uh, yeah, without further ado, guys, we got best bets to steam through here, and then uh, that will wrap it up for the show. So, uh, Adam Trigger, man, have at it. Lead us off with best bets.
2: Yeah, so I want to jump in here because this game goes off in six minutes. So pull those accounts up right now. Uh, I'm going college hoop. I'm going Eastern Michigan. Uh, They're a pick. They might be minus one. You can play the money line at, like, minus 115. It's Eastern Michigan and Niagara. And I'll just throw this out there. I'm actually interested if you guys know who the coaches of these teams are. I'm going to tell you, but it's, uh, it's Stan Heath for Eastern Michigan. Uh, you might remember him from Arkansas. You might remember him from taking the Kent State Golden Flashes to the Elite Eight back in 2001. He's a head coach in college basketball for the first time since 2014. Uh, and I think he's got a nice little thing going with who he's brought into this Eastern Michigan program. The Niagara head coach is Greg Paulus. We all remember him from Duke playing football for a year at Syracuse. He's actually done a tremendous job for Niagara. But Niagara's a team I know well out of the MAC conference. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Greg Paulus, some big school should hire this guy because he has no talent on that roster and he's found a way to win games. The problem is that catches up with you eventually. And I think it's going to catch up with them here. Eastern Michigan, bigger, physical, their guards are better. And, and I just think that Niagara's going to have their, their scoring sort of uh, they have a hard time scoring a hard time rebounding. And I think that's going to catch up with them on the road here. Um, I like where this Eastern Eastern Michigan team is headed. I know one of the players on this team transferred from Siena. And, and I thought he was going to be a really good player at Siena. I think he's got a great chance to be a really good player at Eastern Michigan. He's already off to a really nice start this season. Um, Eastern Michigan, just the better team at home here. We're getting him at a pick. Eastern Michigan Eagles, it starts in five minutes. Uh, I think they beat Niagara
1: tonight. That's my best bet. Good stuff. Yeah, the coaches, Greg Paulus, I do remember him at Duke. And also if one year being the quarterback at Syracuse. Man, he's a young dude. Already to be a Division I college basketball coach. He's younger Drew, than us. you
2: want to know what I yeah. think? You want to know what I think, guys? I think Jim Beheim needs to go. And I think Syracuse needs to hire Greg Paulus as the head coach. I'm saying it right now. Beheim out. That team sucks. He can't coach anymore. Greg Paulus would be a great fit there. This kid, he can coach. He just has no players at Niagara, but he can coach.
3: True. we need that enthusiasm out of Trig for now on all show long. I just like how he got fired up right there. I need that more out of you instead of just, you know, <laughs> you're. I like that. You know, put a little oomph
1: into it, Drew Martin, Betts. Come on, Trigg. Come on, because I'm Tring. whacking Get Vivas here, Chris. You, you know, CT bets. I, I need you to tell send the me more of when he's talking college football. And when he's call, talking college basketball, college basketball is his sport, man. Trig, you got to run with that. Yes. yes. Uh. <laughs> CT bets, where are you going for best bets, man?
3: So, like I just said, I, you know, I kind of uh, blew the surprise a little bit, but I'm going to the NFL here. I'm going with the Niners, who are six and six right now. I hate laying points on the road. I really do, especially in the NFL. But yeah, like John said, there's a reason why the the odds makers have the Bengals as the favorite in this game. Like I would have the Bengals at minus two, minus three in this game. Just like our guest just uh, just said, Joe Burrow, Drew Martin Betts is banged up. He's got a bad pinky, and you know how hard it is being a quarterback pulling the trigger with a bad pinky. Drew Martin Betts, he's played through it. I'll give him credit. He has. But listen. This Niners team has been playing much better. Yeah, they talk about a team that's been on a roller coaster ride. Yeah, they had a bad loss last weekend to Seattle. I fully expect they've, they've won four out of their last five games, I believe. Or no, I'm sorry, they've won three out of their last four games. And I fully expect Kyle Shanahan to be prepared to go into Cincinnati this weekend and take care of business. I think it's an absolute miracle. That Zach Taylor has this Cincinnati Bengals team at at seven and five. Obviously, it has a lot to a lot to do with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, but they have a lot of people that are a lot of linebackers and defensive defensive backs that are banged up as well. Not to mention their quarterback Joe Burrow, who's pulling the trigger. I'm laying the short number Drew Martin Betts, and Adam Trigger, and then I'll be doing the hula, and we'll be going, and Vivas will be rocking and rolling. That's 4:25 Eastern. On Sunday, Drew Martin Betts, play on the Bengals, minus one and a half. Sorry, play PCT on the Niners, bets. minus one and a
1: half. Okay, the Niners, yeah, just like John. And, guys, we're up against the hour mark. I'd like to keep it under that. I'm going the uh, Washington football team, plus four and a half, which is out there at multiple shops, plus four elsewhere. But, uh, guys, final reminder here, Viva Tequila Seltzer. Our flavors pair perfectly with our intestinal Blanco Tequila for subtle and refreshing drinks. If you're in Boston, Massachusetts, check it out. My bad on going long, guys. But for CT bets, Adam Trigger, I am Drew Barton. Next week, right here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, wherever you're downloading your podcast at, the Hustle Show Podcast. Best of luck. We'll talk next week.